And we're recording. That's how it goes. Hi, guys. My name's Don. Got a full complement of staff today. We are not running short. We have the Bambino of Booty himself, Damien. Hi. The Analingus Aristotle, Joel. Hi. <laughs> and the Booty Crusher, Fanny Bandit, Bundy. Tried to get rid of me, just like herpes. I keep coming back. Yeah, Hep C too. There's a one eight hundred number for that. I think you can call. So we're going into week uh, seventeen here in the NFL season. Fantasy football's dead. It's no longer a thing. I already won. It doesn't matter. So are my fucking hopes won. and dreams. Yeah, mine too. I'm a Broncos fan. I don't want to fucking hear it. Got Damien. Team's fighting for a first round bye. And the fucking Cowboys, who already secured a playoff spot. And I'm over here eating a fucking shit sandwich. Thanks That's good. John Elway and his hair plugs. You, you enjoy that shit, that shit sandwich. I have been the last two years. Shit sandwiches. Has it been tasting a little bit better, at least? No. Damn. It actually is worse. It's worse. Shit Damn. sandwiches, Jackie. Shit sandwiches for all these people. Everybody love everybody. I'll give it to Damien now. I'll go over some things. Uh, basically, it's going to be the same rundown as the last couple episodes. Don, we're going to go over week 16. You're going to tell me all the scores from week 16, and then we'll just cover the relevant games. Talk uh, playoff picture. It's where it's sitting, who we think is going to get in, see if it's changed at all. Um, and then just normal NFL news, college news, and then uh, – at the end of the show, go over our predictions for the uh, NFL Honors Awards. And then a quick rundown of the Week 17 matchups, cover the relevant ones. Get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah. So, Don, start her off. Let's talk about Week 16. All right. Week 16, Mushroom Stamp Quick Hits. We got the Skins going to Tennessee to play the Titans. Marcus Mariota throws the ball 13 times, and the Titans still win, 25-16. to We got the Ravens going to L.A. to play the Bolts. Rivers gets kicked out of the Mormon Church for that performance, and the Chargers fall to the Ravens, 22-10. to Bucks at the Cowboys. Jason Garrett solidifies his throne of mediocrity for at least another year after clinching the NFC East for the third time in five years with an unimpressive win over the Bucks, 27-20. Hashtag future first-round bounce. Vikings at Lions. Matt Patricia is begging... Belichick to take him back. Like a girl who made out with a Spanish dude on spring break. And the Vikings pound the kittens 27-9. Falcons head to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Panthers drop seven straight games and put up ten points on a Falcons defense, which is about as hard as a stepdad trying to get his new teenage kids to like him. Yikes. Falcons win 24-10. Texans at Eagles. Big Dick Nick still has some magic in the sack. Eagles down the Texans 32-30. Giants at the Colts. Andy Luck keeps his playoff hopes alive with a comeback from behind victory over the Giants. The Colts win 28-27. You got the Bengals going to Cincinnati. Baker Mayfield continues his streak. is shitting all over Hugh Jackson. And the Browns win 26-18. Bills at the Pats. The Patriots play better when Tom doesn't throw the ball. P. 
Patriots win 24 to 12. Pack go on to play the Jets in New York. Packers put up 44 points. Still need overtime to beat the goddamn Jets, 44 to 38. Got the Jags going to Miami to play the Dolphins. Probably one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. The Jags win 17 to 7. All three quarterbacks in the game had combined less combined yards than anyone worth half a shit. Bears at Niners, the X Factor, Mitchie T pulls off another road win. Bears first round bye maybe. Yikes, 14 nine Bears. Rams at Cards. Rosen threw the ball 23 times. Glennon threw seven times for a grand total of 140 yards. Larry Fitz has a better QBR than both. Rams win 31-9. Steelers at the Saints. Juju put on suicide watch after costing the Steelers a playoff spot with a fourth-quarter fumble and field goal range. Ouch. Saints, 31-28. Chiefs head to Seattle. Patty Mahomes 0-4 in all of his big games this year, but he's still going to win the MVP. Seattle comes out on top, 31-38-31. Broncos at the Raiders. All right. The Broncos don't have a winning record at home for the second straight year. I don't think being on the hot seat is a good enough phrase to describe Vance Joseph at this point. Philip Lindsay gets the ball less than 15 times for a third straight week for their third straight loss. You go to L.A. to beat the Chargers in stunning fashion, take on the Steelers at home and win, piss pound the Bengals, then lose to the Niners, who are the worst team in the league outside of the Cardinals, the Browns at home, who are hot lately but still not very good, and the Raiders, whose head coach, Almost definitely partakes in the Sinead O'Connor drag contest. John, you got to go, buddy. Vance, gone. Musgraves, eat a dick, go sell cars. Case, I sincerely hope you never see the field again in a starting fucking capacity. You have 17 touchdowns this year. 17. Almost identical stat line to Sam Darnold. You put that in perspective, he would have to take all of Phillip Rivers' touchdowns, add them to his 17, to tie Pat Mahomes. It's fucking embarrassing. Fucking pheasant. Raiders win. <laughs> you should tell us how you really feel, Don. That's how I really feel. I think they need a clean house, get rid of Case Keenum. Garbage. Start from the bottom. Work your yeah. way up. You, I mean, you might as well. You've been at the bottom two years in a row. Clean the slate. But uh, So let's talk about the relevant games real quick from week 16. Thoughts on the Ravens beating the Chargers? Not surprised. Me either. This is kind of like, it's just a Chargers thing. They'll get you all fucking amped up, get your dick hard, and let you down. Give you an over-the-pants handy in the back of the Buick, and all of a sudden they're back home. First-round knockout for the Chargers, you think? Mm, It depends who they play, but more than likely. I mean, they could if they beat Denver and the Chiefs somehow lose to the Raiders. Could be the number one seed. Could be. I don't think so, though. Because I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose. I think the Chargers beat Denver. But for the the Chiefs to lose would be astronomical. I think they're going to be the five seed. A wet sandwich could beat the Broncos. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I wish you were. John Gruden. Beat the Broncos. John Gruden did. Well, I shouldn't say that. But, but, he, but he did, but though. He did. He did. That his, yeah. his team did, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, tearing into John this year. and. Oh, well, I'm still going to shit on John Gruden. but Comes back to bite them cheeks. Yeah. Well, the season died as soon as they lost to the Niners, so. That's true. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, you can't go wrong there. He moves to the Niners. It's if you're averaging twelve points a game, you suck. You're terrible. I would rather see Josh Rosen throw on the old pony helmet than see Case Keenum back in Mile High next year. <laughs> That's a fact. At least Josh Rosen can elevate. That motherfucker's dead. <laughs> Case Keenum? No. No. Doesn't, you know, he I, more, doesn't he have more interceptions than touchdowns? 17 tutters, 15 picks. Because oh, he had like yeah. three good weeks there after the bye week. That's a good KD. Yeah, if he played seven games. <laughs> he played 16. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Oh. Actually, he's played uh, 15. 15. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. So he could go 17 and it, 17 and 18. So I 100 percent guarantee he will have more touch, more picks and touchdowns after week 17. <laughs> He'll throw two picks, no touchdowns. So at, at the very least, we tie. So that's something you want out of a quarterback. 100 percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Hey, if you add up him and Philip Rivers, you get Mahomes. So that's good. It is good. But uh, Philip Rivers also had almost twice as many touchdowns as Case Keenum did this year. Philip you Rivers know, has what? 31. Nice. You know, I really didn't see the Ravens actually beating the Chargers. I did. I thought I thought the Chargers. Would I think be the able Chargers, the Ravens, defensively are not good enough. The game, I don't know, the game that really, I guess, tickled my fancy, yeah. if you will, mm-hmm. was the Eagles and Texans game. That that was a little eye-opening. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Come, Nick. Coming Playoff from Magic. Playoffs. Yeah. You know he's going to play in the NFC Championship game. Okay, okay. so now, now that we're blowing old fucking Nick Foles here, what do they do with Carson Wentz? Trade him. He's a flash in the pan. He's Case Keenum last year. That's all he you're is. Not gonna, you're not going to trade him, though. I don't. I, I think there's too much invested in him. He's too well, young. Not really, though. He's I young, guess, wow. though. He's young. I mean, young. how yeah, long is Foles prone. really? How long is Foles really going to play? For? Yeah, but but the thing is though, is that five, the good thing about probably. Wentz is that he's in his what third year of a five year rookie contract, four year yeah. rookie contract. Four you, or five. Yeah. He didn't have that good of a season. He could get injured again. And if you're the Eagles and you got Nick Foles, when you obviously play better with him, you can steal two first round picks out of Carson Wentz. And the dude could be a total bust. All right, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but can you remove your microphone from your throat? Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, I, I think the Eagles, if they're smart, they'll move off Carson Wentz. I. This I don't is think a, you can count him. He's he's cheap this, there right now. This yeah. is not a what have you done for me. In the past league. This is okay, a what well, have you done for me lately league. He okay, has what are five they get more touchdowns than Case fucking Keenum. What are they going to get for him? Fuck, someone will fucking pay him. Someone will take. So you'll probably get a third last, round pick, realistically. After watching these last few years, 
and is him being injury or prone, you really think you're going to get something out of him? You could at yeah. least get a first round pick, probably. Broncos got fucking some picks for a keep to lead. I don't think he's going to be first round material. I, I don't think anybody's going to give up a first rounder for Carson Wentz right now. Mari Cooper had one good year. He was first round material. One good year. What are you talking about? Mari Cooper? What, yeah, I would have bought him. Gave away a first round pick for him. He had one good year and one terrible year. He's only played two seasons? Yeah. Same as Carson Wentz. Mari and Cooper Carson came out the same draft class? No. I think Amari Cooper's played. No, Amari Cooper played two years before this year. This is his third year. Oh, yeah, okay. He had one good year, one bad year, and then, like, partway through, he gets traded. But, well, then I guess you could make that argument, but there really wasn't anything coming out of the draft class as far as wide receivers-wise. Like, I mean, look at teams like Buffalo or Atlanta or, you know, looking for their next... The next guy, but Wentz has been—he's been so banged up, though. I don't. He had an ACL tear. Yeah, and his back is fucked. Yeah. Oh, it's true. His back is fucked. He's the fucking the the guy that you want to hate on so much, fucking Tony Romo. It's like the same fucking thing. Yeah, but Carson Wentz has a has an MVP caliber season under his belt. And Tony Romo has many. Has none. But you read. We could debate that. Uh, we've already it, have. We're not going to debate it. Listen, listen, we're not going to change Donald's mind. He's he's a he's a mental midget. Just let him be. <laughs> Next game. Um. Steelers Saints. Steelers out. With uh, no, they're not out. They need to cheer for the Browns this week, though. Yeah. Uh, Which, I mean, possible. The, yeah, Browns are playing well. And another kind of an eye-opening game, but not really. I mean, it was against fucking Bengals. They they still beat the Bengals, though. Hmm. That's not I really mean, they, everyone. They've got the seven Bengals. wins. Uh-huh. The Browns have yeah. seven wins. I mean, the train's rolling. May not be going too quick, but at least it's rolling. They could be a playoff team the next two years, probably. Probably. They got the talent. They ride Nick Chubb, Baker Mayfield. That's really all you need. Their defense is fucking outstanding. Nick they Chubb could very the last, well be <clears throat> the last two weeks getting just just a hundred yards. Kind of, I needed I needed tutters out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. I, need, I, needed, the end zone. I needed the the four touches, three touchdown, yeah, three hundred yard kind of day for him. Yeah, same. Didn't happen. But uh no. So I think I think uh to no surprise to me or DJ anyway, we both had the Pittsburgh Steelers out of the playoffs. Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago. It's just uh their losses were different than we thought. We thought they were gonna beat the Raiders. Thought they were gonna beat Denver. Yeah. And we also thought that they would lose to New England and the Saints. Well, turns out that's all. It's all sorts of fucked up. Lost to Oakland. Lost to Denver. Beat New England. Almost beat the Saints. Almost. Like, okay. There's like, I'm 
conflicted about the Steelers. Like, I want Baltimore in because I'm a defensive guy. Like, I like good fucking defenses. I like to watch that. Like, the Browns last week, their defense, fucking unreal. I like to watch that. But I think the Steelers could do some serious damage in the playoffs as opposed to the Ravens. I think the Ravens are... They're going to run into the fucking... The Ravens will get the sixth seed, hey? Or the third. As of right now, the Ravens are in the fourth seed. Because they get the fourth, so they would play... The Chargers currently. They play the five. Eh. I don't want to watch that again, you know? So it would be the Ravens at home versus the Chargers. Yeah. I think the Ravens come out on top in that. I think so, too. Especially because the Ravens just run the ball. Time of possession. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they'll, they'll keep your offense off the field. Okay. Lamar Jackson's fucking... Okay, the Ravens, the Ravens can win amazing. if they do what the Cowboys have been doing for like three, four years and just holding onto the ball and controlling the clock. Yeah, but the Ravens if they might can't, actually uh, win a playoff game. If they can't, then the Chargers are going to shithouse them because yeah. they've got more offensive capability yeah. than Baltimore okay, yeah. does. Like the Ravens, a couple, t- a turnover or two might tank them. Yeah, the Chargers get the ball sure. in good field position. That could be the end. Lamar Jackson scares me because Lamar does. Jackson, he throws. There's sometimes he throws really tough throws and they're fucking dimes, right? And then there's the one that he's supposed to just dump it off, almost a pick six. Like, he, I don't know. He's just, uh, he's yeah. not very consistent, anyhow. That's like the so, same as, that's like the same as Dak. I mean, Dak had some nice fucking tosses into some really tough spaces. And then he goes to like dump it off and he throws it into like a lineman's belly. I don't, I don't get it. Hold on. Yeah. It's, uh, however it shakes out, it's interesting. Lamar Jackson against the Falcons was pretty tough to watch, honestly. Because he's got dudes wide open, and he's fucking slinging it 5, 10, 15 yards past the dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. What are we doing? <laughs> if you just connect with one of those, you're going to be rolling teams. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is definitely not... A, uh, definitely not the next Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. He's more of a uh, winning right now kind of guy. Yeah, he's winning. Ravens kind of on a roll. But is he capable of being a starter at the NFL level for any extended period of time? I don't think so. No. He could um, be like an EJ Manuel. He's, he's like in there. Tyrod he's Taylor. Like, yeah. He's going to be like oh, a... fuck, this guy might be something. And then, no. Yeah. Defenses are going to figure him out real quick. They're going to stop the run, and then he's going to be pretty much useless. Eventually. Yeah. Let's see. And the firepower, he'll be gone. And then they call on Joel Flacco to come back and win the Super Bowl. Anyway. (laughs) Joel Flacco's gone after this year. More than likely. Not not because they they have a good guy at quarterback, just because he's just bad. I mean, Lamar Jackson could be good at quarterback. He's just got to work on a couple things. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's, it's you could have one year. hell of an offseason, and then all of a sudden he's, you know, the next Patrick Mahomes that can run 
better than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, can we talk about that Seattle game, though? Was anybody surprised that the Seahawks won? No. 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 They are who we thought they were. I was going to say, yeah, I said on the podcast. But I wasn't here. So I got fired for like three weeks. Still a little salty about that. Sabbatical. But anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I was having a conversation with, uh, I can't remember who it was, but I was like, yeah, I'm not, not going to be at all surprised if Patty Mahomes goes into Seattle and loses because you don't want to play Seattle this time of year ever. I don't care who the hell it is. If the Seahawks are, you know, one in fourteen, and then you got undefeated team going to Seattle, I'm I ain't picking. I'm not picking against the Seahawks, especially not if it's an AFC team. Can't. No, Russell Wilson just doesn't lose the AFC teams at home. Russell Wilson played Except for the Chargers this year. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Wilson played so good last week, like. His his throws were just fucking like every throw was basically a dime. And I was just like, if that guy could do that every single game, holy fuck. Yeah. Had Dougie Baldwin on the old uh fantasy football squad for the championship. Good call. Good call. Risky. But that's what you gotta do. When you're a champion, you gotta make those calls. Let's not be pumping your tires about a league you didn't even pay money for. Uh, bragging rights are just as important to me as money. That's like no, that's no, like going not. that's like going to the fucking local basketball court and playing against a bunch of fucking fifth graders, five versus one, and you win. Hey, that's Still just losing. like Baker Mayfield beating up on the Bengals, buddy. It wins a win. Fucking nobody, but guess nobody what? bet against the fucking Browns that day. But guess what? what now, and everyone's still dick sucking him about it. In the end, the win didn't fucking matter now, did it? It didn't matter for the Browns, but people still dick sucking fucking Baker Mayfield about a win over the Bengals. Well, I'm Case not... made the Bengals look terrible. I ain't gonna be sucking your dick about a fucking league you didn't pay a goddamn dime for. Yeah, I only paid for one league this year, I think. And I did terribly. By the way. And apparently I owe money. 55 beans, Bundo. Fuck. Right. Anywho. Thanks, Chris. I don't want to talk about fantasy football. I hate fantasy football. I lost a lot of money in fantasy Damien, football. Damien shut out of the championship for the first time in his fantasy football career this year. I won money in all of my leagues besides one, so. I went 7-2. Well, and two. Two. Ended up 7-6. and six. Backed into the playoffs. One out. Championship. Did we uh, win our money back in that one league? Josh? Uh, I don't think we did. Sick. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Two and two. Yeah, it wasn't good. I don't, I don't... No, we lost by 20. Yeah, well, let me fucking give you a little, you know, a little track record I've had. So, uh... Let me, let me fucking bring it up here. So, in the PPFFL, I've uh, had three straight championship appearances, winning one. You know, 
Brothers Work League as back-to-back champion and another playoff appearance this year. And then in the other league, three straight, three straight championship appearances, winning two. That's a fucking deep resume. Let me tell you something. Okay, last three years, three leagues, I made playoffs twice total out of nine attempts. I won a championship once. That's one out of two. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got a pretty fucking deep resume, so. New Jackson. All right, can we stop stroking each other off for a second? And, uh... I suppose. Um... You gotta dump your jump into some uh, some NFL news. Not that there's a shit ton. Um, top quarterback prospect, that Herbert guy from Oregon, Oregon. ain't not, leaving. Ain't leaving. Staying with the Ducks. Now makes Dwayne Haskin the top prospect. Hashtag sorry, New York Giants. Hash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. Stuck with old man Eli. Thanks for playing. Better luck (laughs) two years from now. Dwayne Haskins. You know, I hope Denver loses week 17 so they get like a top 10 pick. And draft him? No. Draft Dwayne Haskins? No. They need to draft a cornerback, but... They need a fucking uh... quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, they need a quarterback above all else. Yeah. Nah, they don't need a fucking... You of all people should understand that. They don't need another quarterback out of the draft that John Elway's going to pick and sh- fucking shit all over my dreams again. I don't need that. No, John fucking Elway should just pick a good fucking quarterback for once. He can't. He's proven yeah, it. Well, I'm not that, interested. That fucking fake hair he's got. Either he's Nick Foles or fucking retard boy is going to be on the fucking waiver. Oh, you know what I can't wait to happen? I cannot wait... Until the Broncos pick up Nick Foles, okay, sign him to a huge <laughs> fucking deal, and then he goes to Denver and he sucks absolute dick. Yeah, I can't wait. And then we get to hear gonna, about you bitching all about all about it next year. He's gonna he's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be St. Louis 2.0. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be awful. No, this this is my scenario here. Eagles don't trade Wentz. Nick Foles goes down to Jacksonville. Slinging it. Blake Bortles to Denver. Yeah. 27 yep. picks. Yeah. Nine touchdowns. Four wins. They're, they're going to trade a first round pick for Blake Bortles. Yep. And the Broncos are just going to be a fucking wagon. It's they're going to go 14 and 2, top of the AFC. They get bounced in the second round. Yeah, 100%. All, all thanks to the boat. Yikes. Fucking Bortles is going to be working a construction site fucking hacking darts this time next year, so we even got to worry about it. Yeah, speaking of which, I should probably send him some applications because we got some road construction going around Rochester, so. <laughs> Sig prices are a little high, but he's got the money. Yeah, he'll be all right. Wow. Another, <clears throat> another important news. Deshaun Jackson does not want to be in Tampa next year. Who the fuck wants to be in Tampa? Nobody wants to be in Tampa. Let's get that straight. Okay, Deshaun. Quick, quick intro to Deshaun Jackson. You're like 37 years old. Okay? You're irrelevant until week four. Stop crying about your fucking money. 
Shut the fuck up. Catch your eight balls a year, two tutters, and get the fuck on. Um, this year, this year, him and Fitzmagic were were tight. They were mine. Yeah. Until week Seven, four. Seventy-one. Well, Fitzmagic didn't play after week four and a half. Um, but no, it was seventy-one percent uh, co- completion percentage and three touchdowns to the Sean Jackson. Yeah. What about most of week most four? of which I assume were bombs. Yeah, but he doesn't were... eat W's. No, he doesn't. That's the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers as a whole don't eat W's. Um, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston and Deshaun Jackson, forty-one percent completion percentage. One touchdown. He has four touchdowns on the year. Yeah, three of which came in the first four weeks. Saquon Barkley has more receiving touchdowns than Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. I don't care about Deshaun Jackson. Well, can I tell you, here's my favorite stat of this whole thing. Next year, he's signed through next year with the Bucs. And he has a $10 million salary with the Bucs next year. None of it is guaranteed. Literally could play for $0. He's going to fuck himself out of $10 million. By opening his mouth. Yeah, but uh shut up, run your fucking curl routes, get your fucking money that you don't deserve because you suck. And go on and get the fuck on now. Hit the showers, buddy. What it's about over. uh what about the other guy who's throwing him the ball, James Winston? Where the fuck is he gonna be? <laughs> Hopefully not with the bu- well, I don't really care if he's with the Bucks or not, but I don't I think I it's time to move on. Plays for fucking Oakland. That would be tremendous. He's going to Denver. If Jameis Winston suits <laughs> up for the Broncos, even for a week, I'm a Rams fan for the rest of my fucking life. Oh, you're going to hop on a bandwagon. Yeah, go. 100%. I bet they'll win the Super Bowl this year, too. Weird. You're going to hop on the yeah, Fairweather fan. Yeah. To be fair, but to be fair, when I was a little kid, I remember watching the Rams play the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Yeah. Big Marshall Falk fan. Same. Greatest show on turf. I like yeah, the Rams. Well, you're still a fucking bandwagon fan. No, I've liked the Rams forever, even when they uh, suck. It's like their unis mostly, but... Jameis is going to be up in fucking New York slinging the rock for the fucking Giants. Probably. No, they'll still be no, no, no. I'm going back to my fucking week 8 prediction, when I or week 9, 10, whatever, when I fucking said Nick Mullins is going to get paid some fucking big bucks. Why? The Giants. He's got 10 tutters and 9 picks. Because, Donald, we all know the NFL pays fucking quarterbacks too much money for little fucking performances. Did you see that Thursday night game versus the Raiders? Oh, yeah, against the Raiders? Did he look great? fantastic. He did. Wow. That's what he's going to get paid for. Yeah. Guess what? Someone's (laughs) going to get paid for it. He looked great against the Raiders. Fucking everyone. Brian Greasy could throw on a set of fucking shoulder pads. The 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 Broncos didn't look good against the Raiders. Oh, because they're fucking horrendous. Matt, Matt, Matt Flynn got paid how much money? He didn't do shit after yeah. one fucking game. Fucking Nick Foles got paid how much money after that fucking one year he had in Philadelphia. Yeah, but Nick Foles won a Super Bowl against the Patriots. And he I'm put up like... Talk, four he got, no, he did talking not about, get paid talking then. About at the time. At the time. Oh, okay. I think yeah. you're talking about the year he went to like 27 touchdowns. I'm just saying... Pick. 
the NFL owners aren't afraid to spend a lot of money on a quarterback with not a lot of substance there. Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo, second highest paid quarterback in the league, and he's played how many fucking games? Two. Yeah, but he, he did get hurt. Ten. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying you don't get a real big sample size. He, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo deserved how much he got for how much he played? No, it's all no, Mark no, no, absolutely not. Do you That's think Aaron Rodgers deserved fucking $34 million a season? Aaron really? Rodgers wins football games and gets his team to the playoffs. He has five yeah. wins. Yeah. Five. He's, Count them. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Five. He's five definitely wins. got all of that money coming. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' play obviously fucking states how much money he should get just because of the fact how much they've paid quarterbacks with Tom such Brady, a small sample size. $18 million a year, five Super Bowl rings. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, one yeah. Super Bowl ring. You're, you're not grasping what I'm Twice saying. Twice the money. What I'm saying is if Jimmy Garoppolo... And all those other quarterbacks didn't get paid the amount of money that they did for such a small sample size. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be making $30 million a year. No, he wouldn't be. Neither would Matt Stafford. That's it's all market-driven. It's not necessarily yeah. what you deserve. It's what the fuck are you going for. I'm just saying there is NFL. The, the NFL is notorious for giving people big money for small sample sizes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Case Keenum, $18 million so contract. Suck cock. If Nick Mullins does get a decent contract with somebody, I will not be surprised at all. I'm, uh, he's not going to get a big contract with anybody. I'm saying if he does, I want he's going to get a moderate contract as a backup somewhere. Same. Probably Baltimore. Flacco's going to go on down the road. Got Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't be surprised they paid him one point two million dollars for a year. Nah, they're going to run the Lamar Jackson RG3 tandem. No. No. Fucking two gunslingers. Yikes. You know what? That's what the that's what the fucking Ravens should do. You know, Lamar Jackson RG3 on the field on the field at the same time at all times. No. Oh. Behind the line of scrimmage pass to RG3, Lamar Jackson runs Yeah, and oh, then RG3 RG3 can't ACL. even walk. RG3 can walk. Yeah. Don't even fucking say that. Somewhat. RG3 can fucking rocket that pigskin too, and Lamar Jackson's fast as yeah. shit. Okay, cool. RG3 was relevant. I'd much rather have RG3 at quarterback. Yeah, well, guess what? Lamar. Yeah, so I'm saying Lamar Jackson fucking throws it to RG3 behind the line of scrimmage. Lamar Jackson runs a wheel route. Fucking touchdown. 80 yards. Interesting. Do you think maybe Nick Mullins to the Giants? That's what I that's what I fucking said. What have we been talking about for the past ten minutes, Don? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently I don't know. I literally that, said hey, they all just started. <laughs> boo pretzel day boo. That would be interesting. I still don't think he's gonna get like a big contract. <laughs> I literally started the whole conversation. I said, you know, I'm going back to my week nine ten prediction where I said Nick Mullins is gonna get paid money in New York. And Blake Bortles, uh -oh. fucking. I thought you just said paid money in general uh -oh. to somebody. No. Stay off the booze. I should. I should. But I won't. Not a good luck. Not a good luck. I think he'll probably get paid $3 million for two years somewhere as a backup. He'll end up starting a few, like, 10 games. He'll throw nine tutters, eight picks. He'll bounce out of the league. 
honestly, in real, he's not that special. He's really not. He's probably just going to back up Jimmy Garoppolo next year. So, yeah, he's not that great. I'm just trying to throw some spice. He makes the Niners more relevant than they were with Beathard, but he's no better than RG3 or anyone else. But do you remember that sick game versus the Raiders, though? Yeah, the sick game versus the Raiders. Remember when Baker Mayfield fucking threw for 300 yards against the fucking Bengals? You know, like when the Browns were on the field 98% of the game on offense because the Bengals can't get a first down? Yeah, yeah, he looks tremendous. Yeah, you're right. But um, other other NFL news. Any thoughts on the uh, Norman Luan scuffle? Did you guys see that at all? You know, I thought it was hilarious. I seen it, and like, why? Like, what? Do we know what kicked that off? Or apparently, something to do with Derrick Henry. Norman did something to Derrick Henry. Luan walked up and said, um. Get the fuck out of my stadium. Get, get the fuck out of my stadium and shot the bow and arrow at him. Like he like Norman does, I guess, from time to time. And that's what started the scuffle? Yes. yes that's that's what that's what got him off the no, no, off the bench. I no, I, I seen the video, but I don't know when it took place. Was that like at warm ups or something? After no, the that game. was after the game. Oh, it was after the game. Yeah. And Buddy's still running his suckle. Yeah. Oh boy. I and Taylor Lawan would just eat him for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like he was picking on his and, little brother. And yeah, and there's like nobody there helping Norman either. It's just he's there. And well, I, I don't know. What was the last time Josh pussy. Norman was good? Pretty sure the last time Josh Norman was good, ago? he was wearing a fuck. He was wearing a Carolina Panthers uniform. Yeah, pretty much. Other and than that, I just Des watched Bryant the video used him when he was in Washington. So just watch the video. You got a dude with a flat top holding back Norman as he took a bitch slap swipe at Lawan after he made fun of him, obviously, for sucking dick, which he does. Didn't he throw his helmet at him, too? Yeah, yeah. he's a fucking yeah, straight He's like a little bitch. toddler. Josh Norman is to the NFL. What, like, when that piece of toilet paper kind of gets stuck to your asshole? Like a good peanut butter shit? That's that's Josh Norman. Okay, he still stays working. stays in the picture, but he's not relevant. He's not realistically relevant to anything. He's not good. He's not talented. If it wasn't well, for DJ Schweringer getting fucking booted, he wouldn't even be the best fucking defensive secondary player in Washington. I still what don't even think he was like the second best. No. He's Speaking of DJ Schweringer. What do you guys think about him getting getting the boot? I think, I think he's a fucking inbred, is what I think. Yeah, what do you get bounced wow. for? For talking shit about the coaching staff and play calls. <laughs> well, who uh, are they? Yes. Who are they playing? He said they should have been playing zone instead of man because you don't fear. Was it? It wasn't Mariota. When did he get booted? Was it this week? It was, no, it was last week. Week well, one. He got cut this week though. It was the game before this past game. Okay. I don't remember, but all I know is he was all he was saying was we shouldn't be playing man against a quarterback we're not scared of. He said the defense plays best when they're in zone. Pretty well, much all he said. 
The whole thing is, that's not your fucking job, bro. Brat. You don't make those calls, bro. You shut the fuck up with your dreadhead ass. Make your fucking way too much money. Fucking win your six games. Then shut the fuck up. Shut up and play football. Yeah. I've already won seven. So. Shut the fuck up. Win a game, maybe. Get a pick, perhaps. Do something. Swearinger is good, dude. I don't know what you're... Don't <laughs> Do yell something. at me. <laughs> hey, don't, just, don't just shit on the coaching staff, the fact that you have a losing record. You started butt fumble at quarterback. You should have known this isn't going to go well. They should have known it wasn't going to go well when Alex Smith went down. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do at that point. Play the best you can play. Hope for next year to be better. And you fucking enjoy your fucking offseason because you ain't making the playoffs. Zero percent chance. Soon as fucking Alex Smith went down, zero percent chance that you make the playoffs. You have Adrian Peterson, who's like, what, 98 years old? 105, maybe? I mean, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, you make all this money, just play the fucking game and stop crying. We should have been playing zone. Shut the fuck up. Your whole defense is an atrocity. It doesn't matter if you rushed fucking 10. You'd probably get one sack out of nine snaps. Jesus, just fucking play. Stop crying about the coaching staff. It's not their fault that their starting quarterback went down. You have no running game. Your defense is terrible. It's the Redskins. You started off well. That's fine. Well, it didn't go that well after that. Hopefully yeah, that's going be better. So he brought that up in like a press conference or something? No, on the radio. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, Local radio. Same difference. He, he made it public is what I'm trying to say. And they've had so if you if you've ever if you've ever got a if you ever have a player that that's going out there and saying like he doesn't trust his like coaching staff or anything like that, his head's already too big to play on a team anyway. Fucking Shanahan. Shanahan's a solid coach. Yeah, I didn't say the coaching staff was terrible. I'm just saying he's you've got anytime there's a player like that, he's a douchebag and yeah, he doesn't ever put the team in front of himself. Shanahan Yeah, what are we talking about Shanahan for? It's Gruden who's the coach in Washington. Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. Yeah, he's not a solid coach. No, he's not. He's actually pretty dog shit from what I've seen. He seems also they he did he did. Uh, throw Gruden under the bus said that his practices were soft now he might be right but still as a player you don't you don't go to the media you don't, you don't sewer your coaches publicly I mean it, it you just don't do that and how can anyone ever trust him now knowing that he's just gonna say whatever he wants <laughs> I thought that Jay Gruden was Kyle Shanahan yeah they don't look anything alike no no, they don't. Not even a little bit. Kyle Shanahan's on the complete opposite coast of the United States, too. So Yeah, but he used to coach the Redskins. <laughs> he used to. Yeah, that's where I got fucked up. He was also the uh, offensive coordinator, not the head coach. Jay Gruden. He Christ. Kinda, looks terrible. I have to fucking pack it in for Donald here. Yeah, yeah, I might have to. <laughs> okay. Wow. If I start confusing Jay Gruden for Kyle Shanahan, 
It's been a rough day. Oh, he's really a fucking liability here. Must be the Jamie. Mm. Any thoughts? Yeah, right. One more, a couple more things. Uh, Quincy Inunua signs a four-year extension with the Jets. Four-year, $36 million. He's got five touchdowns in his career. Why the fuck Dude, are we paying anybody in New York? You're laughing. That guy just raked in money for nothing. I would yeah. love that. Same. Fuck, I'd love to be Matt Flynn. I'm not uh I'm not gonna say that Quincy Anunwa isn't a talent. But if if you're the Jets, why are you paying anybody right now? I mean, Jesus <laughs> your whole team is terrible. Yeah, I don't know why you'd start with a Noonwa. Yeah. If I, mean, I was to like pay anybody, it'd be he's like not getting paid a stupid amount. Like that. I don't know how much that's actually guaranteed. I don't know, but thirty six million dollars for four years. Nine a year. Nine a year. I mean, it's not like they paid a shit ton of money for him. But it's probably more than he's worth, if I had to guess. That's probably, it's probably the only one they could retain, so they just threw the fucking money at him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, if I'm the Jets, I'm not worried about paying anybody. Robbie Anderson's going to be in the fucking clink here soon, so they can just write him off. Robbie Anderson, I think he had a tutter last week, actually. I think he did. Yeah. There was a few tutters in that game, though. It was a high-scoring game. Yeah. Robbie, Ad- I think Robbie Anderson's probably better than Quincy Nunwa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's he's going to be in the clink. That's what I'm, just, the problem, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, probably. Quincy Nunwa doesn't have uh, off-the-field issues. No. I mean, he might be a good locker room guy. Maybe you want to pay him, but $9 mil a year, it's, depending on how much is guaranteed, seems a little steep, especially if you're the Jets, like... I'm also not going to pretend like I know the market on wide receivers. I have no idea if that's like... I mean, nine mil a year is like top 25% probably for wide receivers as far as salary per year if it's guaranteed it's like, money. It's like half of what Antonio Brown's making. A yeah, year. but Antonio Brown is above the rest as far as I salary. feel like they... I feel like they based it on his performance before he's injured because he's been injured like his whole career. So yeah. he had a good year last year. He had four touchdowns last year as one this year. Four touchdowns, eight hundred some yards last year or something. Yeah. Yeah. He got hurt. I don't know. He's a talent, but yeah, if I'm the Jets, I'm not worried about paying anybody. I should be worried about paying fucking Le'Veon Bell next year. Yeah. yeah. Should be worried about. Something. <laughs> or, uh, was that Chicago Niners game in Chicago? No, it was in it was in San Fran. What the fuck happened there? No idea. I didn't see it. I was in Michigan. There's no no Bears game on there. <laughs> Lower Michigan. Um. Well, it was ugly. But apparently, Mitchie T played all right though. Mitchie T had was eighty six percent on his passes. So yeah. we didn't lose. We 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 won. So that was a plus, and uh, well, I, I was just a little concerned at the only fourteen to yeah. nine. Yeah, uh, I'm a little concerned with the fact that Terry Cohen got two point nine points in a PPR league. So that hurts. Also disheartening. Yes. Very. Yeah, Mitchie T two fifty and a tutter. Nick Mullins two forty and a pick. No running game on either side, except it, for Jordan Howard. I, I, don't, tutter, I don't think but. it was like a shitty day. Like so, it's not you so. can't blame like the ball's wet. Just well, have a 
ground and pound kind of game, which I mean can happen to even like like if you got a great team and a shitty team and it, the weather's just terrible. I mean, you'll have games where it's like nine to three, but fuck, yeah. I don't know that game. That game kind of surprised me in the other way as far as it was as close as it was. Well, you had 14 carries total for the Niners running backs. And uh, let's see here, 19, 20, 21, 22, 27, 28 carries for the Bears running backs. Mitchie T threw the ball 29 times. Nick Mullins threw the ball almost 40 times. It just, I don't execution was not, uh, not at the forefront. But Bears D, got to give it to them. Yep. Yeah, absolutely holding them to nine points, and it's... They go into halftime down oh, 7 That was that fucking game where Sherman was running his suck and punching people. Yes. Three That's, guys yeah. got ejected. One from San Fran and then two Bears players, right? Yep. Anthony Miller, I think, was one of them. I could go all day talking about Sherman, but I don't want to. I can't stand him. He's oh. a lame, washed-up piece of shit. Thinks he's better than he is. I just... That pretty, oh. that pretty much covers it. Yeah. That's all you need to know about Richard Sherman. He's like, yeah, they wouldn't pay me in Seattle because I wasn't that good anymore. And then I went to the Niners, and I'm still not very good. And but I they, but they paid him a little bit. So yeah, well, I don't know. Ninety percent of his contract is not guaranteed. Incentive base. So, and he's done nothing this year. So he's probably making like six hundred k. Last thing, Kyler Murray. You think there's any chance he goes to the NFL? Absolutely not. not really. I wouldn't if I was him. See, he just said that it's good to have options. Is all he really said. It's not bad to have options or something like that. No, he's when gonna I, go. Asked about the NFL. baseball. He's gonna get his fucking MLB contract at some point, which is gonna be retarded huge because they always are. And he's just gonna live off that. He's probably in a couple hours gonna play versus Bama, lose by about fifteen or twenty points. And then he's going to sign a contract for $9 million. He's going to live a happy life. Yeah. Doesn't sound bad to me. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to the NFL. 0% chance. I mean, if you have that chance, why would you? No, exactly. Baseball is a lot less uh, detrimental to your body. I mean, paid more. I mean, I could see if he was, like, you know, bigger quarterback. But what, he's, like, isn't he only, like, 5'10 or something? He's, like, 5'10, 5'11, yeah. Yeah, he's he's 5'11. He's probably not gonna be. A He's not gonna be Russell in the NFL Wilson as he would be. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It's if I was the smart money's in baseball, yep. I would take. Oh baseball. yeah, you're gonna make probably twice 50, as much. Twice as much. You you don't go through nearly the amount of stress and bodily injuries that you would. And he, he's already been drafted, so. Yeah. Okay, now <laughs> you go play for the Oakland Athletics or go into the NFL. Eh. I have no idea. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. It's, a, it's eh. about money. It's not about what franchise is gonna. Well, give no, you the most. I'm saying, motherfucker. Okay, I'm gonna go play football, or I'm gonna get the shit beat out of me every game, or I can go soak up some sun in Oakland and throw a baseball around every once in a while. But. Yeah, and well, not see, have that's the thing, though. Trauma. With baseball, it's the chances of you getting to start 
on an MLB roster are a lot slimmer than in the NFL if you're drafted. Here's the other thing, though. We have no idea. I, me personally, I guess I can't speak for the rest of you guys. I don't know what his baseball talent's at. I'm not a baseball scout. Don't know how good he is. Not, but he's good uh, enough to get ninth overall in last year's draft. Yeah, his his batting average is sub 300. It's like 270. He plays pitcher, outfield right, and pitcher. pitcher. I know he played pitcher, but he was center field for a year in college. So I don't know. Um, I, do I think he's going to be like a generational talent in baseball? No. Do I think that he's going to be a generational talent in the NFL? No. So the money is better in baseball. I Go think. Baseball. Here's what I think about Kyler Murray. If he was to come to the NFL. I think he would have a good 10 games, and then defenses, defense coordinators would figure him out, and then he'd fall off the face of the earth. Yep. Yeah, he's an outfielder. It's like Marcus Mariota. The fuck's he done lately? Nothing. Getting stingers and whatnot. Throws the ball like 14 times and for like 90 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. Rushes for like 8 yards. Derrick Henry carries the load, and you get wins. Ugly ones, but wins. What about Marcus... Derrick? Can- what about Derrick Henry pretending like he's good for fucking the yeah. last few weeks of a season? The fuck is that about? Oh, hey guys, I know you know that I suck forever, but now that things are on the line, I'm gonna pretend to be really good for a hot second. But don't put all your eggs in my basket because I'm gonna start sucking again pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, next year, weeks one through twelve, he's gonna suck. Oh, 100 percent. Is it him, though, or is it coaching staff? He's getting his touches. Mm. Like they're giving him the opportunity to make plays. Nine to 12 touches really isn't a fair shake for a running That's, back like that, look, either. Wait a minute. I don't. I think he was getting more than that. He's getting a lot more than nine to 12 touches. 20, 25 touches. Even with, what's his name in the backfield? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring up the weekly... Uh, rushing attempts. Because he wasn't... Well, the games I watched, anyway, it didn't look like he was utilized all that well. Okay, so the first week, he had... Well, I'm, I'm just looking at uh, rushing attempts. 10, 18, 18, 8. Well, then, it, yeah, yeah. Okay. See? Yep. Yeah, his, You're uh, right. Suck it, Donald! Last week, 21 touches. And then week he went, before, yeah. So then week 14, he went to 17, touches. 17, 33, and 21. 21 out of nowhere. touches against yeah, yeah. Jags. So he pulls up, and he, he does a better job. Yeah. It's all about touches when you're running backs. It's that's been It's been that way since day one. Against the fucking uh, Jets, he only had, let's see here, 10. Not much of a receiving back. And it's it's got... I mean, he's he a big because He needs touches to get into Ten. that. He's got to get the momentum going. I mean, there's a well, rhythm. Yeah. Everybody always talks about rhythm. And yeah. you give the let the guy touch the ball three times in one quarter, two times in the next quarter. Okay, and then all of a sudden you give him nine in the third and then only two in the fourth. How the fuck can you even get a guy going like that? Exactly. Man. That's like Philip Lindsay the last three weeks. You Phillip go Lindsay from past anyway. 20, 25 touches, then you start giving him the ball 13 times a game. Yeah, he's not going to make anything happen if you give him the ball three times a quarter. That's why your offense is fucking atrocious. 
I hereby give Derrick Henry a break. Yeah. He's had three tremendous weeks. I mean, well, it's like Zeke when the Cowboys don't utilize Zeke, giving him fucking, you know, 15 touches. I mean, can't expect the guy to take the ball to the fucking house every time. You got to fucking feed him. It's like a running back. It's what they're meant to do. They're meant to get the ball over and over again. You can't just fucking, here's a touch, three plays later, you know, here's a touch. And that's why I never really liked the running back tandems because you don't really ever see them go anywhere. No. I mean, you, okay, you okay, you got the big guy that fucking they'll pound out your third and shorts. And then you got the quick guy that'll gain 6 7 yards on second down, stuff like that. But you you have to have consistency because trying to mold your game plan around one player is a hell of a lot easier than trying to mold it around two. Yeah. And if everybody knows their role and they just go out and do it, I mean, well, I mean you'll have better success. You can have the tandem, but it's like, you know, first, second down is this guy, and third down, depending on yardage, you switch it up. If it's like yeah, third but, and seven, yeah, yeah put in the catching back, and then if it's like third and two, fucking keep Henry in there and just okay. fucking stuff it up the I, middle. I understand what you're saying, but okay, what if you only make it to third down on one drive, four consecutive drives? The third down guy never gets a fucking chance to go in there and fucking try to get some yardage. I'm saying it depends on the situation. No, I know, but I'm just saying you're you're you could possibly leave out one of the tandems based on how your team does in the game. I've never I've never liked that. You get one running back that that can pretty much do most of what you need him to do as far as catch out of the backfield and run out of the backfield. It's a hell of a lot better than having a tandem. Oh well, yeah, I'm just saying like it's if you're gonna do the tandem, you know, you just gotta use it appropriately. Like for yeah. Derrick Henry, if it's like third and seven, you got Deion Lewis, obviously put Deion Lewis in there. But if it's like, you know, third and short, keep Henry in there. Because they're obviously gonna expect you to fucking run up the middle or give it to Henry and then you can do something off that, but if you keep or, constantly switching it up, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. But Or and what I think works a lot is when you're like the Broncos and you run it twice for one yard and then you put Royce Freeman in there on third and nine and then you throw it to him in the flat two yards downfield and he gets tackles three yards downfield for a fourth and six is what I really like. I think that offense is underrated and you should definitely exploit that a lot more because punters don't get enough credit. They need to punt more. Punt more. Shout out, Mo, for... uh... Talking with Pat McAfee today. Yeah. Mo Pond. Shout out for not choking this time. Yeah. No liquor in the system. He was able to function. (laughs) Soft bitch. (laughs) All right. So um, that's pretty much it for uh, NFL news. If that's. uh, Is there any other. Any other games that we want to point out? I don't really see much of anything. It's week 17. No. There's really no games that matter besides, like, four. So. I can well, tell I mean, you the games the week. games I have written down. Well, yes, the games last week, I think we covered pretty much all the relevant ones. We didn't really cover the uh, Titans-Redskins, but the Titans won, and the Redskins are out, and the Titans still have a chance. All comes down to Sunday night, which leads me into week 17. Here's the games that, uh, that actually mean something. Um which may not mean anything if um, – so the Bears are playing their starters versus the Vikings to start the game. And if the Rams are annihilating the Niners, they're not going to play. They're going to take the starters out. 
Because if the Rams are annihilating the Niners, the Bears have no chance to get in a so, first round bye. So they do have a chance to make their playoff spot. The Bears, the Bears yes. can get the yeah. second overall. If the Rams lose, the Bears can take the two seed with a win. Yes. Because they have the tiebreaker. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, other relevant games. Ravens, Browns. Browns need to win that game for the Steelers to get in. Ravens need to win to get in. Yeah. Uh, Eagles, Redskins. Eagles need to win to get in, but they also need help from the Vikings to lose. And the Vikings are in with a win, correct? Vikings yeah. are in if they win. Yeah. Vikings, or an Eagles loss. If the Eagles lose to the Redskins somehow, Vikings are in. If the Vikings well. beat the Bears, and the Vikings are in the playoffs, and the Eagles are out. If the Vikings lose, then the Eagles need to win to get, get the sixth seed. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bengals, Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to roll the Bengals because everybody suck. has. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know. I can't think of a team that doesn't roll. Well, the Raiders. Damn it. Um, and then the Sunday night game is going to be a good one. I'll be up for it. Colts Titans. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. And it's going to mean, gonna a, it could mean a lot. Um, and it probably will mean a lot because the Steelers need more than, I think the Steelers need more than just to win. If they win, they need to win and the Ravens need to lose. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So I thought I saw something about, uh, the, the, no, never mind. The, no, yeah, so the Colts Titans game needs to end in a tie or some shit like that. Yeah, well, because the Steelers have the tie, so they would still technically have a better record than the Ravens, which is Bodie. And I hate ties, and it should never end in ties. But Agreed. yeah, yeah. Now, if the the Steelers win, the Ravens lose, and the Colts Titans tie, the Steelers are in at the four seed. Okay. Are the Colts out yet? If the Steelers no. win, the Ravens win, and the Colts Titans end in the tie, then the Steelers would go to the sixth seed. Okay, so Colts oh, pretty win. Much, Colts win pretty much, win. pretty much, yeah. The Colts or Titans win. Although if one of those win, they get yeah, in. If, unless there's, if it's a tie, but, neither of them get in, and the Steelers end up with it. Yeah. yeah if they the, win, the Sunday night game is whoever wins is in the playoffs. Pretty much. Pretty much. If the Titans win, aren't they in? And if the and if the Colts yeah. win, aren't they in? Yeah. It's a win and end situation, I believe. Yeah. If yeah, they somehow go to a tie and the Steelers win and mm. the Ravens lose, the Steelers take the fourth seed Ravens and the Ravens the go to the sixth seed. If the Ravens win, the Steelers lose, the Ravens take the fourth seed, the Steelers are out. Yeah, the Steelers have literally almost no chance of getting in. Yeah, from, it's if almost I impossible. It's going to be the Chiefs, the Pats, the Texans, the Ravens, the Chargers, and probably the Colts. I think the Colts win by like 20. Because <laughs> Mariota yeah. might not even be playing. That's true. Playing Gabbert might be starting. But, uh, so yeah, the, the AFC picture is a little, little less uh, fucked. No, yeah. the AFC picture is a little more fucked than the NFC. Yeah, the AFC picture is shot. Yeah, like, I mean, the Chiefs could be the five seed after this weekend if yeah. craziness happens. But yeah. so, like, nobody's clinched the first round by yet, I guess is what I'm getting at. It's week 17. Nobody's clinched the first round by. They've clinched divisions. 
but that's it. Yeah, yeah. there's no there's no conference there's no conference winner yet. No. Uh, one. The Pats are a conference winner. They're a division or, uh, winner. Duck, division winner. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're so, right. Yeah, they haven't. Nobody's yeah. clinched the conference, which like, would right. be the bye. Right. The right, Chargers yep. could jump to the one seed. The Pats right. could jump to the two seed. The Texans could be the two seed. The Pats could be the three seed. The Texans could be the three seed. The Ravens and Steelers could be fourth, fifth, or fourth or sixth, or not in at all. Mm-hmm. Like if the Steelers win, the Ravens lose, and the Colts Titans tie, or the Colts win, the Steelers win, and the Ravens lose, the Ravens aren't even in the playoff picture. If the Steelers win, the Ravens lose, Colts and Titans tie, Steelers take the four seed. Ravens take the six seed. If the Ravens lose, the Steelers win, and the Colts win, Steelers fall to the six seed, and the Ravens or the Steelers, yeah, it's all fucked up. It's fucking a mess between the so, four and six seed. Yeah, so like the Steelers. So what I from what I'm seeing here, if the Ravens lose, they'll be nine and seven. If the Steelers win, they'll be eight or nine, six and one. Steelers would get the four seed. Ravens would be out. Unless the Colts and Titans tie. Unless they tie, yes. Yeah. So but pretty much, neither of them want to do that because they got to make. They need so to the make Steelers, the Steelers don't have zero chance. They could get in if the Ravens lose. They could win the get in the four spot if the Ravens lose. And or tie. If they tie, that'll fuck some shit up. I don't know how that's gonna work. <laughs> yeah, if the Ravens tie, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. I hope because they tie. now because now. Now they'll have a tie, and Pittsburgh already has a tie. Yeah, yeah. but the Ravens would have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Why would they have the tiebreaker? Well, how won. would... No, because the though. Steelers have also beaten the Ravens, though. Oh, it's 1-1. One one. So it would go to points yeah. or divisional record. It goes divisional record and then probably points. So divisional record, I think the Ravens are better. I'm not 100% sure, though. Mm. Overall record, divisional record. Yeah, if that's not the case, I don't know what the fuck happens. Maybe they just go outside and pay a fucking... Coin toss in a town in Texas. Okay, Friday Night Lights. Why don't we (laughs) relax with your 1972 nickel? What they should do is just have a parking lot football game, fucking street ball shit right outside the stadium. Ricky Williams is your head coach. Yep. Yeah, NFL streets. I like it. Um... So, yeah, AFC playoff pictures, all sorts of fucked up. NFC playoff pictures, more more solidified. It's more solidified. You know who's going to be in for the most part. Yeah, Yeah, the Saints, the number one seed. First round. The only only toss-up is the uh, Vikings and and Eagles. And then, oh, Rams and Bears, too. Yeah, I guess. But I I really don't see the Rams losing to the 49ers. No. Even though Gurley's not playing, which doesn't really matter because C.J. Anderson could go off again. Yeah. So you have the Saints at the one seed. You got the Rams, Bears at two and three. If the, if the Bears win and the Rams lose, then the Bears would be two seed and the Rams would be three seed. If the Rams win, they're two seed. Three seed Bears, four seed Cowboys, five seed Seattle. Six seed, if the Eagles lose to Chicago, they would be out. Or the Vikings lose to Chicago, they're out. Unless the Eagles lose as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my head if, hurts. If the Vikings yeah. and the Eagles both lose, then the Vikings are in. If the Eagles win and the Vikings lose, the Eagles are in. And the Vikes are out? Yes. Okay. Um, The Vikings, if they... And there's another scenario. The Vikings could be the five seed if the Vikings win and the Seahawks lose. 
Yeah. To Arizona. Because the Seattle's what nine and seven. Nine and six. And nine the, and six. And the Vikings are eight six and one. So if the if um, the Vikings win, they'll be nine, be nine and seven, six and they'd be nine six and one. Yeah. So they'd technically have a better record. Yeah, and they'd be the five seed. They'd be the five seed, and then the six seed would be Seattle. If yep. the Eagles lose, if the Eagles were to win, then it would go down to what? That's a great question. I have no idea. Divisional record, probably. No, Seattle's already in, so Seattle would be in. Okay, so Seattle's Seattle has a Seattle has a playoff spot. They just the the worst they can be is All a right. six seed. I'm gonna fucking look this up because this is this is bothering me. I need to know the NFL tiebreaker. I it goes overall record, divisional record, and points. That's it. That. Is it points four or points is it four. differential? Points four. Best okay. Head to head, if applicable. If it's a best, divisional, like the Ravens Steelers. Best one loss tied percentage in games played within the conference. Then it's best one loss tied percentage in common games, minimum of four. Strength of victory, strength of schedule. Best combined ranking among conference teams in points scored and points allowed. Yikes. Wow. That's a lot. Complicated. All right. The division champion will be the best record. Division champion with the second best, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so we got the best combined ranking, yada. Best combined ranking among all teams in points scored and points allowed. Best net points in common games, best net points in all games, best net touchdowns in all games, and then it goes to a coin toss. <laughs> wow. Holy fuck. They've got three or more club tiebreaker. Has, has it ever gone to a coin toss? Can you look that up? Let's see. I'll, yeah, I'll take a look here. I want to say, yeah, back in, like, the 50s or something, but uh, it looks like no. But no. the Cowboys and Ravens have had to flip for a 16th overall draft pick a few years <laughs> back. Yeah, well, Clemson's currently leading 23-3, so. Does that surprise anybody? Half. No. No. Hashtag 18 playoff. Hashtag what the fuck. I wanted there to be an 18 playoff because if UCF was the 18, they would play Bama. <laughs> and we could end this argument about UCF being the national title, the national champions. Yeah, what is their record? UCF? Yeah. UCF's undefeated. They're undefeated, they undefeated, undefeated again. Who are they playing this year, though, in the bowl Not game? Sure. They have a they have a decent bowl game. If they win that one, it'll be it could be, I guess. I don't know. The fucking like, I don't know. That's like the thing though. I I don't I You still have you have a division one football team who is undefeated and they get snubbed because their strength of schedule. So it, there should be the playoffs should be distributed differently. Go to like okay, conferences should have their own playoff. And then those conferences should all come together for like a like a bracket. You've got to shorten the season or whatever. But I don't know. It it sucks because the game of football is 
different than like a game of basketball and you can't have fucking however many fucking teams in the bracket but this just in michigan absolutely shithoused by florida oh my god let's not talk about michigan shithoused by florida what the d1 needs to do is adapt to the d2 playoff style that's all you gotta do honestly clemson what is their uh Shit housing. They're not they shit house them yet. D two housing. D two is that a sixteen? D two is sixteen. And I think that D one double A is sixteen as well. Yep. Yeah, but how many D two teams are there compared to D one? There's probably just as many D two teams as there is D one. Are you sure about that? Uh, I would almost put money on it. There's so many D two teams out there, it's ridiculous. Yeah, fucking like Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, fucking Texas A&M, Crossroad Country, Backyard, Butt Humpers. There's okay, a lot. Like, there are 169 Division II football programs and 17 conferences. Yeah. So there's 130 Division One. Yeah. So I think. Don't quote me on that. Pretty positive, though, because I looked up Oklahoma's, because- Oklahoma's defensive stats. And they were ranked like 124 or 124th out yeah. of 130. It's 169 to 130. Yeah. And then you got with the Division One, you still got the Division One Double A, and then the fucking regular Division One. So I mean, no bueno. It's, it's not that fucking. No, the only reason why there's not a Division Two playoff system in Division One is because of money. Yeah. Yeah. Because the NCAA makes so much money on these stupid, pointless fucking bowl games. Ugh. Yeah, which is, all the fucking which is people money in it. If, but they could literally still make more money if they just, you know, named, like, the first couple games, you know, a certain bowl game, and then, like, the yeah. next round of the playoffs, whatever, Final Four, you get the Rose Bowl, the fucking Orange Bowl. Yeah. And then, or they could just quit being fucking gypsies and pay the players. Well, oh, that's, that that's a completely different conversation, but still. <laughs> like, it's not that fucking hard to adapt a playoff system where you actually give the people what they deserve as well as making money. Could you imagine that fucking cluster, though? I mean, that would cost so much fucking money to do all that. And that's a lot of fucking moving pieces for Division One football. Not really. And when are you going to find the airtime for all of those? You don't have to find the airtime for every single one of them. I mean, you could, but... But I'm just saying, it, you'd want as many of them on the air as you could. Okay, yeah. well, how... They find airtime for fucking... The fucking March Madness tournament. I'm sure they can find airtime for football. Yeah, you're just gonna have to start watching football on True TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. True TV, USA, w- fuck WGN. it. People, people are still gonna fucking watch it. People still watch March Madness. HSN just have like a. You're still gonna get fucking views. Just, just people are still gonna go to the games. Just have a home shopping network ticker on the bottom, (laughs) so grandma doesn't get pissed off on Saturdays when she's trying to order shit on off the TV. Well, just think about. I wanted to order a tortoise shell lamp, and now I can't because you're watching this stupid bullshit. We got March Madness. You got these little schools and their fans travel from how far away, making money off of that. I mean. It's retarded, not retarded, but it's stupid. 
that you just can't adapt a system that works and makes money when it's literally right in front of you. It's actually yeah. still in your organization just at the D2 fucking level. Not fucking hard. Well, maybe that's their next step. They're just, you know, D2. How long How long has uh, D2 had that? Pretty sure D2 has done it since the existence. For a long time. Well, then that shoots that theory in the ass. It's just... It, they just don't... I mean, yeah, they're not going to make as much money from, like, you know, the FedEx and, and FedEx Orange Bowl and, like, Tostitos, but, like, you're still going to make enough money from all of the games being a bowl game i would much rather watch a like a game that means something exactly then watch the fucking the the tcu whatever bowl that was yeah. that tcu was in holy fuck just think which, of which how means much nothing <laughs> just think of how much more money they make because you're like okay it's 16 team playoff you're playing in the fucking coles poinsettia bowl yeah. Well, just and it's the playoffs. How many people? How many more people are going to go to that game? Because it actually means something compared to a game yeah. where it's like the point, the coolest point set of ball. That means shit. And now, sports betting is legal. Yeah, I'd way rather watch a 16th seed play a one seed in the college football playoff for a chance to move forward yeah. than to watch some bullshit ass Little Caesars Bowl. Where, okay, yeah, they won 41-6, to six and the season's over now. Yeah, and you got but, fucking dude, two MAC teams just fucking hitting each other in the mouth at Ford Field for nothing. Yeah. You're watching a game. That's the, that's, the tough, that's the tough thing about football, though. It's not like basketball, okay, you run around, you get a little physical, but football is so physically demanding, you need, like, a week between games. And that would stretch, like, the football season into, like, I don't know, fucking April? Division two does it. Yeah, yeah but you just have to play less regular season games. So yeah. and Bama and would think... have to not play fucking Citadel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually you're gonna have to play ten to twelve meaningful <laughs> yeah. fucking football yeah, drop games. Drop Citadel off the schedule. I know it I know it meant a lot to Yeah, you. guys, you know, we're gonna lose a lot of money on this one, you know, but you know, as the A D we're gonna have to drop the game against Citadel. You know, we know how much that's a fucking moneymaker around here, but you know, we're gonna have to drop that game. No. Yeah. D two, I think D two literally lasts like one or two weeks longer than Division one. Yeah, or the same, or the same fucking amount of time. You tell Bama like, hey, listen, all right, we're gonna cut some games out. You're not gonna play Vanderbilt, Colorado State, Mercer, and fucking Citadel, or Louisiana Lafayette this year. It's like, no, but I love those fifty six to ten football games. They're so fun to watch. Fuck D2, you. D two yeah. starts earlier too, don't they? They start, I'm pretty sure, like, second or third or fourth week in August, I believe. But but it's, like, one or two weeks before Division One, though, right? Yeah. Because I remember, I always remember Tech playing before. Believe yeah. me, they, they could make it work. Team. They could absolutely make I, it work. I, I'm sure they could, but it, it the more regularly, regular season games they have, the more that, like, the, the other schools can get money for. I mean, that's, it's all money-driven. Yeah. And it yeah. yeah, but you can also have incentives like if you make it this far in the playoffs or make the playoff, here's X amount of money. Like you can have incentives for that. Like, it's let, like let, let's just look at some of these games that were televised on the schedule. <laughs> Bama at Vanderbilt, fifty nine nothing, Bama. Bama at Ole Miss, sixty six to three. Bama at fucking <laughs> Bama at home against Louisville. 51 to 14. Bama at home against Mercer, 
56 to nothing. Louisiana Lafayette at home, 56-14. Okay. Bama on the road against Arkansas, 65-31. I would, really, I, I would do, think that Bama, that 56 nothing game versus Mercer, I bet Bama pumped the brakes on that one too. Yeah, halftime. They're probably up <laughs> fucking 49 nothing at half. Yeah, then you wouldn't. You would. They you would brought have in middle school like... players from Hoover, and fucking threw up another seven on Mercer right quick. And you could actually have like meaningful games in the Big Ten, like where everyone would play each other. Like, you know, Wisconsin might not get in because you know they didn't get to play Ohio State in this because they didn't make the Big Ten championship. While fucking Wisconsin out here playing fucking Western Kentucky. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's a fucking game of the week for sure. Fucking yeah, let's put that on. The Hilltoppers? Don't you ever talk shit about the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Eat a dick. I don't know too, but still. Great, great schooling. It it just pisses me off because, like, I'm sick of watching the same four fucking teams in the playoff when you could make probably, I would honestly say you can make more money off a 16-team playoff than you are right now. Yeah. Because then you're, you're... the, maj- the lump sum of the money just comes from the sponsorships for the Bulls. Like, it's a joke. You spread yeah. that among four or five meaningful games, you're probably even going to double or triple off that. I like it. I like the idea. Then your fucking cheese at Bull means something, you know? Yeah. 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 Fuck. The Totino's Pizza Roll Bowl. Yeah, it's in Arizona. Yeah, Western Kentucky. Is going to play the fucking Atlantic Atlantic Owls, Florida Atlanta. Can we just shout out uh, Army for rolling Houston? Wow, did they roll Houston? They <laughs> was that the yeah. first time they hit sixty points in how probably, long? Probably, I can't even. Or was that, or was it the first time they hit sixty? You know what? They, they could, you know, they could have made that game the fucking Bath and Body Works Lufa Bowl, and people would have paid money to fucking be there. And it could have been at fucking 12 a.m. on a Tuesday. Or 12 p.m. on a Tuesday. People are still going to fucking show up. Yeah. How about the Music City Bowl? Auburn and Purdue, 63-14. to 14. The game was over at halftime. Yeah. The game was over before it even fucking started. Yeah. It was not good. Or the first responder bowl, which was canceled. Boise State and Boston College. Wait, it was canceled? Yeah. Yes. Weather-related. Armed Forces Bowl, 70 to 14. Really? They throw, wear a pinstripe. Throw bowl. Army in a fucking 16 team playoff. Watch them fuck up the fucking four seed or something and get bounced next round. That's more entertaining to me. Here's my favorite. Here's my favorite bowl that I've found so far Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> wow. Yes. Quick Lane Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Nova Boca Home Loans Arizona Bowl. The fucking Van Heusen Khakis Bowl. What the fuck? How about like... the Boca Raton Bowl? Huh? <laughs> yeah. University of fucking Jesus. Auto Nation Cure Bowl. I just Zags don't know how... Heart of Dallas Bowl. I just don't know how the NCAA Honestly... can look at us and be like, yeah, dude, this is the this is the best formula we can come up with right now. <laughs> What is that? The University of Alabama Birmingham Blazers UAB. Yeah, I think so. And then Northern Illinois Huskies, who are barely five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah I'm, 
I'm dying to watch that. Barring a comeback, Notre Dame's who we thought they were. Absolutely. There's a reason they shouldn't have been in the playoff to start with. They don't have This is the exact reason why there shouldn't be a fucking four-team football playoff. Yeah. Because then you get teams like Notre Dame in. How many people people didn't even watch this game because they knew it was going to be a rout? How many people exactly? We're doing this podcast right now while it's happening. And times that by 12 million people. Yeah, I didn't like, want to watch that game joke. so bad. I'd rather record this podcast and watch it. Hey, did you guys watch the Potato Bowl? No. I missed that. Akron versus Utah State. <laughs> I, I have it. Uh, it's it's recording for Damn, sure. I had them on marks on my calendar. Almost 100% sure I recorded it. How about Buffalo, Buffalo versus Troy in the Dollar General Bowl? Really? Yeah. The Dollar General you can buy General? knockoff pop tarts for a dollar. Come watch the bowl game. What the fuck? Foster Man. Farms Bowl. Where's the fucking Pat's IJ paper bag bowl for fuck's sake? <laughs> yeah. The Red Box Bowl of Michigan State and Oregon. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. No one cares. At all. No. The Belk. The Belk Bowl. Literally don't even know what Belk is. Go Daddy Bowl. Bowling Green versus Georgia Southern. Jesus Christ. All these bowl games are useless. I hardly watch any bowl games, to I be don't. honest. I haven't watched a single one. I watch the playoffs. That's it. All right. Um, and well, not really. We're, the playoffs are happening right now. We're recording this podcast. Oh, I'm watching like the BAMO. Yeah, because. I'll play me Beach Bowl. Because we figured, you know, it was going to be a tough game. You know, it was going to be a fucking battle when Notre Dame plays fucking two teams that are worth a shit their whole season and gets in the college football playoff. Tax Slayer Bowl. Notre Dame could have lost to a fucking 16 seed. Yeah. And that 16 seed could have played in the fucking SEC the whole year. Like, what I, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, so at, I, let me look at this right now. Notre Dame would be the three seed, I guess, if they were if the, if the they went to a 16-team playoff who would they play if the who's the 14 seed right now i want to know what the top 25 is rankings 14 seeds kentucky Uh, okay i don't know if they'd lose to kentucky but that game would actually probably been good honestly would have been a good game it would have been a better game than them getting fucking shit house by clemson did you guys bring up the boca raton bowl yet oh yeah yeah yeah. Donald. Okay. I, I, th- I thought you did. I just, I don't know. I'm looking at the, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Famous so. Idaho Carry on. Bowl, BYU and Western Michigan. BYU 49-18. Come on. Come on. So the way it sits right now, if we had a 16 team, West Virginia would play Bama. Clemson would play Texas. Notre Dame would play Kentucky. Oklahoma would play Washington State. I like it. Georgia would play uh, Ohio Penn, State. Penn State. Oh. No. Ohio State would play uh, LSU. Oh. Michigan would have played Florida. <laughs> they got rolled. <laughs> they would have got fucking butt pounded by Florida, yeah. And then UCF would have played Washington. See that? And a lot of those a lot of those games are a lot more games I'd watch compared to these yeah. four that two that we have. Mm-hmm. Like I would honestly love to watch Oklahoma play Penn State. Fucking, yeah. 
Don't get Washington State played Notre Dame. Like those I'm, would actually be decent games. I'm gonna watch Bama play Oklahoma. Same. Like I'm gonna watch it. Well, I yeah. Think Oklahoma's gonna get rolled but, because the defense won't be able to hang. But yeah, Bama's gonna put up sixty, and Oklahoma's gonna put up fifty-two. Yeah. And Bama's just gonna be more offensively sound. Than I, Oklahoma hope, is. I do hope Oklahoma wins, though. Me too. I hope it happens. I don't think it's gonna happen. Shout out Brian Bosworth. Yeah, all right. I had a Bosworth jersey. I wish I did. Had? I have Here we one. Go. I have one. All right. Let's end the show real quick with a. Uh, Do you guys have your predictions for the NFL Honors Awards? Kinda. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So, we'll just to give you a rundown of what it is: Coach of the Year Award, Comeback Player of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, and NFL MVP. So let's start with uh, Coach of the Year. Who do you guys have for Coach of the Year? That's Joseph. Jesus. <laughs> He's tremendous. Great guy. Awesome, dude. Okay, but seriously. Yeah, who do you have for real? Andy Reid. Okay. I like him. I think he's kind of, he finally has all the pieces there. He just needs a defense now. Let me write these down real quick. Actually, you guys just, yeah, let me write them down. All right, Bundy, who do you have? Uh, I got Jason Garrett. No, absolutely fucking not. Um, I did have Sean Payton written down, but uh, might be old boy from the from the Bears, Matt Nagy. Yep. Yeah. Took him from a non-playoff team last year to a potential number two seed to a potential first round buy. So yeah, Nagy. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I had Nagy as well, but to make it as an argument, I mean, you could rule Sean McVay. Mm. Well, I mean, Frank, you could Frank sit Reich. Here. Mm. I actually had but Frank. I, I mean, Frank Reich's mine. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want to agree with someone. I just want to kind of throw it out there. But yeah, I, I, I mean, Sean McVay or Frank Reich. I mean, either one of them. I also mean, if, if we want to have a pissing match about everything, you could honestly bring up the fact Jason Garrett could be coach of the year considering they were 3-5 and five at one point and they did make the playoffs. But Colts are 1-6 and six and they're about to make playoffs. Yeah, so I mean, it, you could sit here and fucking... My, my top three, I wrote down three. Coach of the year, number one, Frank Reich. Number two, Pete Carroll. Number three, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy would probably be my vote. If like if they put it in a ballot in front of me, I'd probably take Matt Nagy. Well, that's I what was. this is. A, that's what this is about, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and you picked you picked Andy Reid. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I forgot about Matt Nagy. Honestly, I forgot he's a new coach. Yeah. I just like so Andy. So I have you so down as Andy Reid. Bundy is yeah. Matt Nagy. All right, and then I got booted down as uh, Sean McVay or Frank Reich. Yeah, 
both solid choices. I don't think McVay though. I I would say McVay. I'm not gonna say McVay just because of the fact they made it to the playoffs last year and they were sick last year as well. I just it's just other factors that buy. Okay, okay, he didn't win it last year though. Yeah, but I'm saying he's not gonna win it this year either. Nagy came into Chicago with a team who was fucking atrocious last year and is getting them to maybe first round by. I mean, the talent was there. They weren't good. They weren't as nearly as good last year. Yeah, John Fox is part of that issue, but yeah. Yeah, no, I. Yeah. The Bears last year, I mean, Khalil Mack coming in definitely helped. It helped. Jump started that defense. You could have Khalil Mack last year with fucking Fox and they still weren't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. True. John Fox. I'm just saying the players are still there. Well, yeah, but you, you, well, I'll bring it up later on here. Well, coaching. That's just that's what the award is. Coaching. Yeah. yeah. Right. You could have all the same players with a dog shit coach. I mean, if Sean McVay went to fucking the Rams. They would suck tomorrow. I'm just more or less looking at it like as the the commit the the committee looks at it. It's like okay, yeah, Sean McVay made the playoffs last year. Made the playoffs this year. Yeah, you could give it to him again. But then again, you got Nagy who came over, took it over, and then. Was essentially not as good of a team last year and made into the playoffs. So I mean, there's obviously more than one way to look at it, but yeah, I'd, I'd say Matt Nagy. Like if I had to go back and change it, I would say Matt Nagy. It's almost I'd like yeah, because they did make the playoffs last year, we're not going to pick the same head coach because they made the playoffs last year. It's like that kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah, I like, and I like, they're not playing that well down the stretch either. I like Frank Reich. I think. Uh, Going from one and six to hopefully, well, I, I have the Colts making the playoffs, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, we both had the Colts in the playoffs like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So, so it'll probably be them. Unless the Titans fucking pull a miracle, but I don't think so. I think this is where the Titan train comes to an end. I think, right. uh, based on what we said prior, not only are we seeing the demise of the Green Bay Packers. But are we finally starting to see that small chink in the armor for the New England Patriots? Tom Brady is that chink in the armor. They played better when he didn't throw the ball. Okay, we'll we'll get to that later, but let's 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 run down. Let's it. move let's move let's move on. Offensive rookie of the year. I have Saquon Barkley. So do I. Yeah. I I mean you can't really argue anybody else. With an honorable mention to Come Baker on, Mayfield really? and Philip Lindsay. Same. You could. Just a head nod. Not, not getting in not, on the final conversation, no. just a nod. You, you could easily make an argument for Baker Mayfield to win Rookie of the Year. You could. Especially okay. with how terrible the Browns have been statistically the last yeah. few years. Okay, go. Make the argument that he's better. You want me to make the argument? I'm not better saying he's, he's better. Not, I'm just saying you could. Barkley, I'm, I'm saying just saying... Put I'm not going to be surprised if they take Baker Mayfield and he's voted Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm not going to be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if no. they picked Baker Mayfield no, over Saquon Barkley for Rookie of the Year? No. I wouldn't be surprised no. if the committee did it, but in my exactly. eyes, Saquon's, Saquon's at this level and Baker's like here. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In but my if eyes. They, but if the they come out different. and say, yeah, if they come out and say, yeah, Baker Mayfield won Rookie of the Year, I'd be like, okay. Should have won it. No. Shout out great radio no. on my part because everybody got to see where my hands were. It's on that. probably just because Baker no, Mayfield no. came in, everybody... didn't start, didn't start. He wasn't supposed to start, and then 
you know, the Browns were fucking atrocious. They didn't win a game in like two years. And then now all of a sudden they got seven wins. Yeah. So they're, people are going to make and bitch about that argument the whole time. The Giants sucked last year. Giants still suck this year. So, I mean, you could you, you could technically easily give the award to Baker Mayfield if you really wanted and to. And there are some people on that committee who, well, I don't know if they're on the committee, but they, I think they get a vote who have Baker Mayfield above Saquon. I'm just saying. I've seen some surprising. some articles with Baker as number one. I personally think it's Saquon Barkley, but Same. I thought if they're, hey, Baker Mayfield, offensive rookie of the year, all right. Defensive rookie of the year. This one was tougher for me. Oof. There's fucking three people you could pick for this one. I said uh, Leighton Vander Esch with a nod at Bradley Chubb. I said, uh, I haven't really picked, honestly. I just got three people that were, if, if they were chosen, wouldn't be a surprise. It'd be Derwin James uh, for the Chargers, Lane Van Der Esch for the Cowboys, and Darius Liner for the Colts. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, it's kind of hard to really pick one of them because they've both had pretty significant impacts to their teams. But if I were to uh, if I were to guess, it would probably be Darius Leonard. Yeah, I was gonna say Darius Leonard would probably <laughs> be the most clear cut. But there, yeah, there's he does some, lead the league in tackles by a long shot. By a lot, yeah. So yeah, I'd probably say Darius Leonard. And that's, of course, going off of stats and everything else, not all this other bullshit. I just stuff. like the games that I've seen, I think Leighton Van Der Esch has a higher impact per play. Oh, absolutely. Than, than Darius Leonard does. Well, that's... Regardless. I'll bring up that later when we talk about something else, but yeah. I, I, I would make, I'd make an argument for Bradley Chubb, for sure. I mean, 37 tackles, 9 sacks, forced fumble. 12 sacks. Is it 12? Yes. Okay, sorry, 12. Um, and Darius Leonard, 104 tackles. But you could also attribute that to the Colts not having the ball a whole hell of a lot early on in the season. Yeah. But I, I – and I don't want to be a homer, but – I think Leighton Vander Esch, pound for pound, has probably been one of the best. He's absolutely had the biggest significant impact to a team for sure. And he's yeah. probably he's probably had the biggest role to fill coming in being the head of the defense on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. But Well It's not yeah, really Yeah, but I think fucking Leonard if uh well maybe he's not the captain actually. The captain of the Cowboys' defense was Sean Lee, but then he got hurt, so it was basically yeah. Jalen Smith. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but but the biggest, but the person who came in and obviously made the biggest impact was Lane Vanderesh. So far, yes. Yeah, yeah I'd I think Lane Vanderesh. I think you have to give a nod to Bradley Chubb. I'm not saying he should win. I'm saying you should definitely be in the conversation. Absolutely. I mean, you're coming into a defense that already has Von Miller, fucking Shaq Barrett, Shane Ray, all these guys who rush the quarterback, 
and he and, takes and, all of their snaps, all of them. And and that because now that he's playing with those guys, is it easier for him to yeah. make a statement? You can make well, that argument as well. I, I mean, is it though? Yeah. Is it yeah. easier for him to make a statement as opposed to one of the best pass rushers in NFL history? Well, when if, you got if Von you're Miller double on teaming one side. Von Miller with two linemen, yeah, it's easier for Bradley Chubb. I mean, double tight sets is pretty much what they faced all year. So you're double teaming both of them. Tight end, tackle, tight end tackle. Mm, I don't know. Crash could, blocks could, on both yeah. ends. I don't think Vaughn Miller faced any heavier blocking than Bradley Chubb did after, like, week three. But they definitely paid more attention to Vaughn Miller. He's faster. Bradley Chubb's a lot lengthier and stronger, though. Opens the door for... Oh, boy. I'm not saying... I'm not taking away anything from him. I'm just saying that he's got a better of a chance to shine being with Vaughn Miller and everyone else. Yeah, well... I mean, I think if you were you to like, say take yes Bradley and Chubb no. and put him on like the Falcons missing Vic Beasley, he would shine more so than he does when he's being overshadowed by Todd Davis, Von Miller, Derek Wolf, all those guys. Because for him to still shine throughout, like Denver has a lot of good pass rushers. So for him to even be in the conversation when you're probably playing fourth fiddle on an already good defense. I mean, he, he definitely made a name for himself. He wasn't getting help. And on top of that, him being there elevates Von Miller. Okay, Bradley Chubb comes in. Now you got the tandem. Von Miller sets the Broncos record for sacks in Bradley Chubb's first year. So it's not like they're focusing more on Miller to take away anything else because Miller still got more sacks this year than he's ever gotten. Right, but I'm, I'm just saying if, if you want a new guy to flourish or oh as far as like if if, if you've got a great team a rookie can fit in much better yeah but if you've got kind of a middle of the road where the cowboys defense has been lately and then leighton vander esch comes in and kind of makes that defense better more so than i think chubb does yeah no i agree i think Leighton Vander has had a more impactful presence than Bradley Chubb has because even without Bradley Chubb, the Broncos defense doesn't suffer tremendously. Right. You take away Chris Harris Jr. and like Kayvon Webster and these guys in the secondary, that's when you see the issues. Like the last. Yeah, well, five, that's six a whole weeks. different position, though. So, I mean, yeah. you can't really. It's like. Yeah. What I'm saying is Bradley Chubb is more so replaceable. Like, you can kind of make up the difference if you put in like a Shaq Barrett, Shane Ray. And kind of cycle them through, but Leighton Vanderesh, you can't really replace that. So right. I think he has a more impactful presence. All right, did we I get pick, to everybody? No, go I, I picked uh, Derwin Derwin James. Yeah, big fan. He's got 99 combined tackles, three and a half sacks, three ints. Plays like a man out there. Made the Pro Bowl this year. I like Derwin James. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me a bit. Not at all. And a, and a safety position is not. Like something easy to fucking do either. No. You're you're the last line of defense. You're you're that guy that if they break a big fucking pass or a big run, you're getting bitched at. Mm-hmm. Those are those are some shoes to fucking fill. Yep. All right, with that um comeback player of the year, I think there's really only two options. Andrew Luck. 
Andrew Locke. I also picked Andrew Locke or J.J. Watt. Andrew Locke. Yeah. I think J.J. Watt could be could slide in like defensive yeah. player of the year even. Well, yeah, what about what, Andrew Locke has had more of an impact on that team compared to J.J. Watt. So somebody was saying something about James Conner. No. Mm. No. Yeah, he, like, he had some big shoes to fill, and he did a good job, but no. I mean, he's not a comeback cancer. player of the year. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess, but as far I mean, as in the NFL, that, that's we're, big, we're talking big, about on-the-field shit here. Oh, had an off-year comeback, right. blow it up. Well, Andrew Luck was the same thing, because Andrew Luck was hurt, so. Yeah, that's what comeback's about, really. Yeah. I don't about think... getting injured and then missing part of a season and then coming back and dominating. Yeah. And Connor filled those shoes. I, I think you can make an argument for he him. He did, but him missing the last three, four games does not help his his stock yeah. here. No, it doesn't. But I'm just saying he could be in the discussion. I'm not saying he, he is. Be in this, I think he'd probably be third, fourth yeah. in that discussion. Yeah, because there is really only two. And I'd say luck as well. Yeah, everybody's I on luck. Luck's, luck's probably gonna win that hands down, especially with the one and three start, one and six start mm-hmm. to probably make a playoff run. That's yeah, he's gonna get that one. Well, well, even being able to be in the position to make a playoff run after starting that terrible, yeah. Um, offensive player of the year, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley, Patrick Mahomes. I had Patrick Mahomes as number two. Yeah, same here. Patrick Mahomes, Todd Gurley, an MVP and offensive player kind of flip flop. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'd have to go with Mahomes too. I'd be more apt to give him the offensive player of the year if he actually played well in big games. Yeah, but that's not what it's all about. Isn't it though? And Gurley's been hurt, so. Gurley's yeah. been hurt, but he's put up 21 touchdowns this year. To put it in perspective, Zeke has nine. True. Healthy. So me and DJ are on Gurley. What do you guys have? Mahomes? Mahomes. Patrick. I mean, 48 touchdowns is insane. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. For, not, not a rookie, but his first full season. Yeah. Yeah. But. Tremendous running game. Good offensive line. One of the best tight ends of football in Tyreek Hill. Can't be a more perfect storm. Can't be. Jared Goff, if, Brandon If he Coates, did that with fucking Dante Moncrief and Chris Thompson, I'd be shitting my pants. But he didn't. He had all the weapons possible. Decent defense. Probably the best left tackle in football. Gurley's got a lot, too. I say Mahomes because... Gurley does it on his own. He's no... The tight end's not fucking... His tight end being tremendous doesn't help Todd Gurley. It, Todd Gurley does everything with his legs. They hand on the ball, he makes it happen. He has a good so, offensive line. So, it helps, so, but so blocking does nothing? Offensive line, I just said. He has a good offensive line, yeah. Every running back needs that. Yeah, they've also got Jared but Goff. Mahomes has Robert a good Wood, offensive line, a good wide receiver, Phillips. a good tight end, a good running back, a good head coach. He has... Everything compared, they they literally Gurley. they literally both have the same exact thing, just at a different position. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yes, yeah, 
I would say you're right because Sean McVay is a good head coach too. And I also give Patrick Mahomes just a little bit more, considering the fact his defense is not nearly as good as Los Angeles. L.A. Rams defense is not good. I mean, it's not very good, but it's probably it's still, still better than Kansas City's. Yeah, the Rams defense has a lot of names, and we were me and. But at the beginning of the season, we talked about the Rams' defense, about how nasty this de- this defense is going to be. They're really not stacked up to where I thought they were going to be. No. That's more of a shoulda, coulda, woulda type defense with all the names. Their defense is probably like 21st, 22nd maybe. No idea. So they, in all reality, with the Chiefs, they stack up pretty close. So yeah, within three points, we saw it. Yeah, saw it exactly. Both defenses are pretty much on par with each other. <clears throat> but um, so me and DJ are on Gurley. You guys are on Mahomes. Defensive player of the year. Aaron Hold on before we move. Patrick Mahomes. If you have Patrick Mahomes not playing for the Chiefs, but you got Alex Smith, L.A. Chargers absolute or the Los Angeles Rams absolutely roll the Chiefs. I agree. 100%. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. So, Patrick Mahomes played a huge factor. He also he turned the ball lost. over five times in that game. He still lost, I'm sure. I know, I know he lost, yeah. but I'm saying. But how many points? How many? He gave up 21, though. Yeah, but how many points? 48. He gave up 14 on defensive touchdowns and another seven when he turned the ball over inside his own 10. Yes, but how many points did he put up? 48. Thank you. He put up 40, yeah, he did. Was he it 48 also or 50? gave the Rams 21. I don't remember what the score was. Was it gifted them 50, 21? Was it 51 48 or like 54 51? Yeah. Donald. If Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over, the, the Chiefs absolutely okay. roll the Rams. Okay, even with that, the defense has to stop him at some time, at some point. Even if you give up 14 points, but you still put up 48. The Rams defense has to stop the Chiefs at some point. The fact that they no, turned I, the ball I, over I, five times, they didn't stop him. I understand so what you're saying. Then you can make the argument that the Rams' defense is better. No, they're not. They're correction, just as Correction, 51 points. So, yeah, it was 51, 54, wasn't it? But I'm just saying that mm. himself put him up, put up, put his team in position to score 51 points. Yes. Yeah. And he not gave saying, up 14. Not tremendous. Set 21. He spotted him 21 points. Okay, so he gave up 21 points. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking points. 21? What? That's like six more than the Broncos score per game on average. That's 30 other points unaccounted for. Yeah. And 30 points can easily win you a game in the NFL. Yeah. Defense needs to show up. Yeah, their defense is horrendous. Not not great. They had a good pass rush, though. I'm still taking Todd Gurley. 21 touchdowns as a running back. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. 21, fuck, 21, 17 rushing touchdowns, 17, as a running back, well, taking fuck. a pounding, Mahomes been, been sacked fucking 12 times all year, he ain't taking licks, Todd Gurley is. You can have Derrick Henry score fucking 17 rushing touchdowns by just plugging him in at the one yard line every fucking time. Yeah, but the Titans can't get to the one yard line, so that's false. Yeah, but the Rams can because they have Jared Goff and Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods and... Yeah. To be fair, Todd Gurley's not really plugging him in from the one either. He's busting off 27-yard tutters. True. I'm just saying 
I think it's a lot harder to throw 47 touchdown passes compared it's to It's not even the, the 17 touchdowns. Percentage. It's the fact that he also has almost 2,000 scrimmage yards. It's always, it's always nice. So that's fine if he gets 17 touchdowns with 20 rushing yards on the year. He has 17 rushing touchdowns with fucking 1,700 fucking scrimmage yards. Like, that's ridiculous. And how many yards did Patty Mahomes throw for? It's going to be 5,000, I'm sure. Mm. Over 5,000. Weird. Mm. Crazy. I think running back's a harder position. No, I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be over 5,000 this year. If running back, play, running back is not a harder position. He's at like 4,800 and change right now. So, Quarterback. Running, running is, back is not. A, yeah, taking 25 licks a game for 16 running, games. Running back is nowhere near. The amount of well, I'm not gonna say. I'm not. I'm just gonna say, quarterback a 20, is a, a twenty-year career on average for a good quarterback versus a seven-year career on average for a good running back. You're you gonna tell me that yeah, quarterback is a them, harder right? position. You, it, running back is so much more easier to fill compared to a quarterback. Yeah, he does. Quarterback so, goes down. Any half-ass. Patrick Mahomes goes down. Chiefs are shit. Yards. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers goes down. They're shit. QB is the hardest position in football, hands down. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Hands down. I think Patrick Todd Mahomes probably better. is going to get 5,000. He's at 4,816 right now. I think if Todd Gurley doesn't play this year, the Rams have seven, eight wins. Because they won CJ. all of their games by like two, three points. How many games do you think the Chiefs win without, without Patrick, Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes? Not many. No, they won fucking 13 <laughs> with Alex Smith. Alex Smith is gone. Alex Smith was gone and is gone. I'm saying, if he you're is taking gone Mahomes and you want to throw in Alex Smith hypothetically, they still could win 12, 13 games. They're They've not, done it. They're not, they're not winning 13 games without this Smith. year. LA Rams. Out. I've seen it. No You've way. Seen it. No it. way the it's Chiefs happened. are putting up 51 points against the Rams. Absolutely no way. No, not with Alex Smith. Not with Alex Smith, no. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that Mahomes isn't a game changer. I'm saying Todd Gurley is had well, more it, impact. We're beating a dead horse here. How no <laughs> Patrick Todd Gurley has not had more of an impact for the Rams than Patrick Mahomes has for the Chiefs. No, no, no. Okay, you know what? You're right because I put Mahomes as MVP. I gave Gurley Player of the Year. Same. I did the same thing. Yeah, I gave Gurley Offensive Player of the Year, and I gave Mahomes MVP because Mahomes means more to his team yes, than fucking exactly Gurley right. does. Yes, yes. That was my argument. <laughs> Yikes! All right, so Defensive Player of the Year, guys. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah. Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack, but I Aaron have Donald. Khalil Mack as number Donald. two, but yeah. I think it's like Aaron Donald, and then like. Five steps down, Khalil Mack. Yeah. Isn't Aaron Donald a defensive tackle? He's a defensive yeah. tackle. Yeah, he's yeah, a defensive tackle has like 19 and a half sacks. That's crazy. That's animal. That's crazy. Four forced fumbles, two Shout fumble out recoveries. Shout well, out to big fellas. the dude literally fucking trains with someone who fucking throws knives at him pretty yes. much. So yeah. maybe some yeah, sort of fucking psychopath. Fucking crazy. Yes. Everybody's on Donald. Yep. Yeah. And then MVP, DJ's Mahomes. I'm Mahomes. 
This one's kind of a it's kind of tough too. But I mean, you could easily say Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. Andrew Luck, even. So give him one or the other. Mm. Andrew Luck has like 15 less passing touchdowns. Yeah, but Andrew Luck still means hell of a lot more to the Colts than Patrick Mahomes does. Oh Chief. fuck! If if my if Andrew Luck wasn't there, you think oh, the Colts are goodness. even in, considered for the playoffs right now? They, they no, might, the Colts don't they have two may wins. Have signed Pat McAfee back to a deal to play quarterback. The yeah. thing is, though, like I kind of hate these awards because you can base it on so many things. So, like, yeah, you can base Patrick Mahomes hell of a year. That's probably why he's going to get MVP because he had forty-five touchdowns or whatever and seventeen picks. But when you actually look at it, the most valuable player to a team, it's going to be Andrew Locke. Yeah. I would agree with that. I don't think the Chargers give it to Luck. No, that's no, what I'm saying. You could even make the MVP case for Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Could. So, I mean, I, I mean, that's, that's why I kind of. more so than Andrew Luck, even, but you could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when I was trying to not get an argument later on, earlier when we were talking about these, it's like, because, like, when you talk about most valuable player, it should be the person who has the most value to a team. And that player is absolutely Andrew Luck. No, Andrew Luck, Colts probably, I don't even know if they won a fucking game this year. I mean, they probably won a couple, but fuck. I still feel like Patrick Mahomes will win MVP. Probably. Yeah. Hands it down, probably. And because Pat Mahomes is probably going to win the MVP, they're not going to give him the Offensive Player of the Year award as right. well. Right, right. So they're going to go Todd Gurley. Yeah, if you're looking at it that way. Yeah, just... Has that like, ever happened before? Is he deserving of both? Probably. I oh, he's absolutely. You could make the argument for sure. that he could get both, but I th- I don't think they will. No, probably not. Just on Has a realistic ever... point of view. Has it ever happened before? And Rodgers won both. Maybe. Maybe Brady. Did Brady? Brady might have won both. Might have. Not sure. Somebody have to look in the annals of history for that one next time. I could just do it right now. Yes, I said annals. Cam Newton did in 2016. And he lost in the Super Bowl that year. Yep. Cam Newton won NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year in 2016. So it wasn't even Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> that ain't good. Hashtag no. Cam Newton. I don't got much else to uh, to add, honestly. Me either. Mm-mm. Oh, fuck. Well. It was good to be back. It was good. It does. Yeah. When do we want to record again for next week? Because next week's right next, uh, Monday. Two days from now. We want to do it no. Monday night? We do. I'm off Monday, so I'm off Tuesday. Tuesday, New Year's Day. Yeah. Tuesday's New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm off Tuesday, so you're not off New Year's Eve. No. I'm not either. Oh, I'm off. I, I, I am off New Year's Eve, but fucking Phil's gonna be here. Can we do it Monday night? Cause I'm off Monday, Monday night. Too. Yeah. 
Probably. I can do it after like. You could have Phil fucking chime in. Guest fucking gay mustache. Guest host. I think yeah, we close at three on Monday, so. Philly. You know what else? The fucking Bears, though. <laughs> oh fuck! If the Bears get a first he's, round bye, he's, he's not allowed whiskey? on this podcast. No, he'll be so fucking hammered. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be great, but uh, yeah, be something. Be, that would be that would be gold. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Monday Monday night should work though. All right, all right. Other than that, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, peace all out. Right. Yeah, peace out.